It's Brian Anthony from the Office of Student Life and Leadership in the booth. Welcome to another episode of Hill Talks. Each episode, we will bring you an inspiring message to help improve your leadership skill set. Everyone can always use leadership tips, so we hope that you get something out of it. We're live in the booth. Today's topic focuses on new aspects of leadership, featuring some of campus's most prominent leaders from a student and professional lens. Hi, my name is Alexandra Marcusano, and I'm the executive director of the Carolina Union. Hi everyone, my name is Daisha Singletary. I am a current senior here at the university. Um, I am majoring in exercise and sports science with a minor in African, African American, and diaspora studies. I work inside of the Office of Student Life and Leadership as a student leadership coordinator for the SPARK program, um, where I oversee the program's day to day activities, help with the management of the budget, um, plan some of the events, and help mentor some of the younger uh, members of our organization. And hello everyone, my name is Ian Otterbridge, I'm Director of Fraternity and Sorority Life here at UNC Chapel Hill. Let's kick it. Great, so we're just going to get things started um, briefly with a question about what do you all first and foremost define leadership as? And so this wasn't your initial like question, but just like, what you know, what is leadership to you all? Well, when I think of leadership, I think of uh, a person or a student who is a strong advocate, who's someone who makes an impact on their either student group or their organization, but I think it's someone who can motivate and empower others. Um, I would definitely second um, what Alexandra said, and I would also say that um, a quote that I think a lot about when I think of leadership um, is, good leaders make a way, but great leaders pave a way, and I mm. think that lifting as you climb is just really important in leadership um, because it's really important to be a role model, but also um, to help others along the way. And I agree with both of those, and I just want to add one thing. I think also a good leader is a person who's willing to take a risk, Mm -hmm. and even within that risk that may not be very favorable, but you have to move forward with it. Mm. And so I think that with leadership, it oftentimes can be uh, prescriptive, um, where, you know, I think that which I'm going to ask you about, like, what are some words that you think about when you think of leadership? For me, I think of, like, um, I think of president. That was the first word that came to my head. Or um, these, like, more upper-level definitive words. What are some of those words for you all that you automatically go to when you think of leadership? I think of um, someone who's compassionate and strategic. Mm. Um, I think about someone who has good communication skills, uh, someone who's honest, Someone who is respected but also provides respect for those that they're working with. Um, someone who's compassionate and someone who's really caring. And I also think someone who's very focused. And adding to that, I think someone who's a great mentor and also knows when to follow. Yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so with all those words, though, um, is there... I feel like there's not one leader who necessarily possesses all of those things, right? And so, like, when we think about these different definitions of leadership, how do you think that that is conveyed um, to students on UNC's campus where everyone has these different definitions um, and everyone's trying to, like, go out and become this leader that they feel everyone wants them to be type of thing. But like what I feel like is different depending on the person. Right. Mm -hmm. And so what does that look like here? Um, And maybe Daisha, you can talk about it from like your experience so far um, as a student, as you're about to graduate as well. um, But then we can jump in with the the staff perspective as well. Yeah. I would definitely say that a lot of the mentors um, 
and advisors who I've had who have um, impacted me as a leader have definitely always encouraged me to stay true to myself um, and reminded me that leadership is dynamic and there's no one set kind of leader. Everyone leads kind of differently. Um, and so I think that um, being a leader um, as a student here at UNC is really about knowing what your skills are and what you can add um, and what um what qualities of you that make you a good leader um, and using using those to your best ability. Um, and I think that for me, especially inside of the Office of Student Life and Leadership, I really think of it um, in a way that how can I lead people from all different walks of life? How can I connect to people who may not share the same background as me, who have different interests than me, um, and just learning how to be versatile? Mm. This is a very interesting question. You want us to keep it specific to USC Chapel Hill students, correct? Um, I mean, like, I think for the the folks who have gone through their own undergraduate and graduate experience, okay. um, you also can touch on those things and maybe how leadership you've seen okay. evolve over those times. Okay. I've been here now for, um, started in 2014, and now here we are in 2020, and I'm still trying to find my niche mm. to be a mentor for students here at UNC, and that's a good challenge. Um, and I think it depends on the demographics of the community that you're working with. So one of the opportunities, not challenges, <laughs> that I constantly work on within myself as a leader is making sure, we talked earlier about wording, to listen before mm -hmm. I react and make sure that I hear everything that the students are truly wanting to um, capture. But at the same time, I have to be honest with students to make sure that I can challenge them to prepare them for life outside of UNC and making sure that they are ready when they leave the university, whether they're going into professional school, graduate school, the work world. But if I could do something different that is unique to prepare them, then I think I've done that here at UNC. And I continuously try to be that mentor, but at the same time, I think I follow their lead too because I'm still learning as a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. So, so I've I've been in the field for um, 24 years, and this is the fifth institution that I've worked at. And when I think of what we're doing for students in terms of leadership. Um, we're educators outside the classroom and we provide students with trainings and professional development opportunities, student employment opportunities, which really prepares them for the next steps in their lives. They're learning skills, um, they're learning about themselves, they're reflecting on who they are as they go through many of these programs and activities. And that's how we build leaders. And the other thing, you know, I, I think we always think of a leader as someone who is outspoken and is the one who makes the most noise, but there's a lot of students who could be leaders or people in general who are a silent leader but are making a major impact. So I think when we're working with students, we need them to understand that it's not always about being an extrovert, but it's being about people, it's being about who you are as a person and how you're learning and what skills you have and how you're using those skills to lead people and also to learn from others because a leader it goes both ways you're learning from each other mm -hmm. but also providing uh, some good trainings and good professional development opportunities for the students yeah and I think that really brings up a good point of um, kind of like what is the aesthetic or like the the outward portrayal of like what leadership means um, 
like oftentimes thinking about those people who are extroverts or who are like if you're thinking about someone at a rally, like the ones with the megaphones mm-hmm. or the ones who are in like these upper positions. Um, and that's not necessarily true for like all people. Right. And so like what are some other myths that people see um, when it comes to leadership um, and then specifically on UNC's campus where most, if not like all the students are coming from like leadership positions in high school, National Honor Society, valedictorian, sports captains, whatever the case may be, um, and being able to translate that from the high school leadership experience to then this this new form of thinking about leadership from like a developmental sense. I think um, for me, one thing that I really enjoy about UNC um, and thinking about leadership um, and maybe like a non-conventional way is that students are empowered. Um, I think often we think about leaders as people who are experienced and older and um, maybe are in their careers and things like that. But I think um, I've seen a lot of freshmen who come in and um, find ways to already be in leadership and in leadership in ways that may not be um, being the president of something, but still having a role in leading in a capacity. So I think UNC does a really good job of uh, providing students with various opportunities of how they can be leaders and also how they can develop their leadership. Um, I recently attended Carolina United, which is put on through our Office of Student Life and Leadership, um, and just met a lot of people there who just said that they felt like they were leaders in Carolina United space. And although Carolina United um, was a conference that we went on, they felt like they were leaders that weekend. And although they may not be leaders of Carolina United all the time, they had the capacity to do so, um, and they were able to develop their skills in that setting. And I think that that's really important. Um, and just being a leader in, what, in, in ways that you can, it doesn't always mean like having a title um, or being at the top or even what the top means, just leading in the capacities that you can. I um, mean, looking at leadership as like a wide, um, a wider way of things that can be done. I also think, you know, when I think about student leaders and, you know, some of the things that uh, people have this misconceptions are, you know, that leaders have all the answers Mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily true. Um, And that's where this whole group dynamics piece comes into play with our student organizations, with students getting involved and learning how to, you know, work with each other and students move through a process when they're in college they come in as freshmen they may have been very involved on the secondary level but they're learning how to meet people they're learning how to be on their own and they're learning you know what are they interested in and they may have never been involved with any of these things on campus so they're learning to take advantage of different opportunities that are available to them and that's how they're going to grow and that's how they're going to learn what kind of style their leadership is Mm -hmm. and who they are as a person and you know are they that introvert are they an extrovert are they someone who is loud and boisterous or are they that person who is you know has all the answers or doesn't have all the answers and I think that you know respecting and looking at what each person brings to the table is what leadership is about and learning how to navigate through the different skills at the table and using the talents to the best of the ability to get things done is really what a good leader would do and that's what we're teaching students as they come here and progress from freshman to their senior year and and to add to that conversation um like Alexandra, I've been in higher ed now for 23 years, but I started off in undergraduate admissions, which is over on the academic side. But what I loved about undergraduate admissions, when you're out in the trenches with students, you're also out in the trenches with their parents. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to get that student to find the leader within themselves mm-hmm. to convince their parents that this is my life and now I need to take over and find my my creativity, my path. So 
I, I, I do miss that because there were opportunities where I had to push a incoming freshman to tell mom and dad, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that can be difficult because mom and dad might have been that term helicopter parent that they want you to follow that path or do something that's lucrative when it comes to money. And, and it's interesting when, when a student finally, you can see it in their eyes when they're able to say, well, that's not really what I want to do. And they take on that leadership component to let their parents know, this is my time and this is the direction that I want to go. So I, I think from that perspective, being out of the trenches, recruiting students in, and I've also worked at two community colleges, just seeing the different components mm-hmm. of leadership, mm-hmm. working with younger, traditional age students, and Lord, at the community colleges, non-traditional students, a lot of students who my age mm-hmm. that are still trying to find their niche, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, and that, that actually uh, brings back my own undergraduate experience. And so, like, as, as practitioners, but, like, also as a student, um, like, how have you all been able to um, kind of shape your own, like, leadership, um, your own leadership destinies, if that makes sense, or just, like, what were those, like, moments of, it, like, a switch of, like, this is me being, like, a leader, um, and then specifically here at UNC for you? I think that changes as you grow. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, in college, I think I realized that I was a leader when I became president of student government, and then people were listening, and I was like, wow, I have, you know, I have a lot to do here. But I also learned that you can't lead without people working with you and following you. And um, and there are people who follow, and, and that's part of the whole leadership, uh, I guess, uh, groupings. When you look at the dynamics of leadership, you're going to have a leader, you're going to have followers, but you have to work together to build how you're going to work as a team. And I, and I learned a lot about that. Uh, as president of student government when I was in school. And then, you know, going into the workforce, because uh, I didn't go to college right away, um, I worked um, in the steamship industry, mm-hmm. and I had to learn how to, you know, how does my voice get heard in an office? I'm uh, 17 years old at the time. How do, you know, am I a leader? I wasn't. Uh, I was at a point where I was working with some pretty big people in an office who were dictating some things that I had to do. So there was very authoritative uh, leadership style in the office, and I just had to do the work that was given to me. Um, and then I went on to college, and from college, you, you know, well, I talked about my style as president of student government, but I saw many different things leading up to that. And then graduating from college, working in the insurance industry, but then moving into higher education and coming back to that, I realized as I moved up, even in higher education, I went from program advisor moving up to, you know, a director very early in my career. And now I'm at a different level, which is my executive director position. And it, with when you move through those different um, periods of your life or through your career, you're learning who you are. And you, you have to adjust your style as you move and work with different people. So I've worked with all different sorts of people. But you have to learn about who are you working with. So this way you could learn... What kind of style do you bring to that particular position? Um, I'm not. I'm usually not an authoritative person. Uh, I like to build relationships with people and use my leadership style through building those relationships and really bringing out the best skills in everybody, so we can work together and build a dynamic team. 
Um, I think that I realized I was a leader when I um, was able to um, empower others to lead. Um, so especially like within the SPARK program, I currently serve as a student leadership coordinator. And what is SPARK? Um, it's a program for um, self-identified women of color here at UNC um, that's aimed to help them develop themselves as leader, find their place here at Carolina, um, and navigate this space as a woman of color specifically. Um, and I joined in my freshman year, um, and now so as a senior, I think being able to um, have attended various retreats and um, meet um, women in their freshman year and now see them as juniors um, and be able to recommend them for things um, like, oh, you should join BSM or you should use career services, and to see them now utilize those resources and become leaders um, of younger generations of women of color at UNC is really powerful. Um, but also when I learned that I can be a leader in spaces um, that I never thought about before. Um, so I am the first person in my immediate family to um, finish. Co- I'll be the first person in my immediate family to finish college in May. Um, and so just learning different things about financial literacy and different things like that and being able to go back and relay those to my parents and be a leader within my household, um, despite being the youngest person um, and being able to empower them to lead their lives, I think is when I really realized um, that I was a leader. And I think that all these things really bring up valid points of like, you know, leadership is indifferent components and like areas of our lives um i think that when students get to college like they don't necessarily like see that um especially like earlier on and i don't think that the university not just unc but like all universities for that matter um as collectives do a good job at like showing how leadership can be in like these different areas and like not necessarily like just from a positional standpoint or like you just need to being these student orgs for employability and all these things. And so, like, if you all could redefine um, leadership from, like, a campus level, if you think that right now, or, like, if you disagree with me, that's cool. Um, Like, if you could redefine leadership from a campus level, what would that definition be for you all? That's a very good question. I think for me, I would redefine um, leadership um, as both like as both goal driven, but also like an individually driven thing. I think um, that leadership is a part of your personal journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think going back to what Anthony said, you can lead in positions and you can lead for um, the purpose of putting on your resume, but also um, the, a lot of the skills you will learn in leadership are very transferable. Um, and as you said, Ion, you learn skills as a manager that helped you be a leader for your sister. And just knowing that um, as you develop yourself as a leader, you're also developing yourself as a person um, and that um, it's okay to make mistakes and that still makes you a great leader. It's okay to know things, but also still need help. And that makes you a great leader. It's about um, being versatile and also knowing that you're still developing. And I think that um, in, in any capacity that you serve, you'll get into a new space and you'll need to adapt your leadership. It has to be adaptable um, to who you're leading and to what you're doing. I agree with everything that both have said. I think for me, if I could take it to another, not another level, but I think a good leader learns how to assimilate and learns the art of conforming but not losing who they are. Mm-hmm. And I try to teach that and model that as I work with students. That, that's a great point. Um, I, I think part of this redefinition is being vulnerable too and, and being able to be open to criticism because that's really important because we're not perfect and we, we don't have all the answers. Absolutely. I think that all these are good ways to redefine, but I think that what it comes down to is um, folks have to redefine leadership for themselves. Yeah. Um, because even the the four of us sitting up here, like talking about like, oh, we can redefine it, but like all these are coming from like very like 
individual like states of a frame or frames of reference. Um, and so for the folks that are listening to this podcast, like really just take some time to reflect on, you know, what does this for your definition of leadership look like for you outside of like position or outside of um, power, but just like what, like what does it truly mean outside of those things for you to um, call yourself a leader? Um, do you all have any final thoughts um, before we wrap up the the show? I just want to thank um, Anthony and Bria for hosting this podcast. I think that we're having really important um, conversations that need to be heard. I, if I had one word for students on a college campus is to get involved in learn about the different opportunities that are available for you out there and that's a way for you to really grow as a person and to become a leader and find what is your leadership style i i agree um once again thanks for the opportunity um secondly um i really want to encourage um i have to plug fraternity sorority life um we really do do some good things at this university it is an opportunity to come in and find where your leadership components are because there are different positions and opportunities. But once again, just thank for the opportunity. This was good for me. Check back with us for another discussion on leadership and even more amazing in-studio guests. It's Brian Anthony, live from the booth. Peace. Peace.